0: genre and like my kind of music is very California country, I feel like my sound is like a little bit different than what you hear from like Nashville country musicians. Um, I'm very inspired by like the Bakersfield sound and just growing up by the ocean and so a lot of that kind of like ties into my music and my lyrics. Um, So yeah, just kind of beachy country, I guess. (laughs)
1: I love it. So how would you describe that? Cause yeah, obviously when everybody thinks about country music, like they're more typically going to think the South. but what is it about LA country that makes it LA country?
0: Um, I feel like our, my peers and like people I am surrounded with playing in LA when things are normal. Um, we're all, there's like a good group of us that are very inspired by very classic country sound. Um, and people are always surprised. A lot of great, artists came out of Bakersfield, which is like a little bit north of LA, Um, like Merle Haggard and Buck Owens. Um, So that is all like really where I come from um, is like that music that inspires me and my sound. Um, There's the same thing though in Nashville, I went there in October and I hadn't been for a while. And I have a lot of friends that have moved out there too. And I think we all kind of stick together doing the same thing like Americana, just like very classic country inspired, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, so, how did you come to find your sound then? What was it like for you? Wh- wh- and when did you start playing music, for instance?
0: Um, I've played music my whole life and sang my whole life. My dad's a musician. And so I was kind of um, just submerged in a very like creative atmosphere. My, neither of my parents listened to country music, though. My mom was very into folk music and always had like Cat Stevens and James Taylor, like records playing in my home, which I feel like all have a very big impact on the music I write now too. Um, Once I started playing with people and like meeting friends that had um, just liked playing music, which like took me a while to find, um, they were all very into country and I just kind of fell in love with it. And starting to travel, like for my music, um, when I went to Nashville for the first time, I have this like very vivid memory of like being downtown somewhere and just seeing like Emmy Lou and Grand Parsons like records hung up on the wall, and just like so drawn to it and didn't even know why. And I walked into like a little bluegrass jam and just like completely fell in love with that sound and those stories, and just really wanted to emulate that. Um, so yeah, I feel like my music's always kind of projected like whatever I'm listening to and what's sinking in for me. And this one just kind of stuck. So now I have a country record out.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what is your typical songwriting process then? Do you have a process that you follow or is it something that's sort of organic? Walk us through how how you go about songwriting.
0: I wish I had a very like clear answer to that whenever someone asks me, but um, there is like no pattern or like way I go about writing um I'm usually like hit with a pretty big like line or like idea of something I want to write about and then it's like the next step for me which is the hard part is sitting down and just like really working through it and feeling okay with how it comes out um but sometimes it'll happen when I'm super tired the other night I was like almost falling asleep and I just like wrote this gospel song in my head and I got up angry because I was like does this have to happen right now and I was like sitting here at my kitchen table like writing it out and I got the song out in like 10 minutes but I was like okay I'm gonna go back to bed like thanks like whoever the creative gods whatever send that down um it's never the best timing but um yeah I think everybody kind of has their own but I feel like so envious of people who can write like 10 songs a day and that just happens like so, so natural for them. Um, but I think everybody kind of has their own way to go about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I love hearing it too. I mean, they call it music for a reason because it does feel like it comes from the muses, right? It's like out of nowhere most (laughs) of the time, but I do love those stories of like when songs hit you out of nowhere. So do you have a particular song that, that you, that you, I, I, I'd like to go into a number of your songs anyway. Um, and some of the stories behind them, but, do you have like a favorite song or a particular crazy story or something wild that we should hear about that goes behind one of your songs just at the outset?
0: Gosh, a wild story. Well, this is not too wild. Um, my favorite song I feel like to play and that I've written is Honky Tonk Woman, which was the title track off of my record that I just put out. Um, I really feel like that was my first true like country song. Um, And like the rest of the album kind of just like trickled out from that idea and that story. Um, The first like demo I recorded of it years back, um, we just like did one take, me and my pedal steel player who ended up producing my record. And we just played it and just were like, whoa, this is something so special. And I just feel like it kind of like sums up where I am in life and why do the things, but I do with my music and um, yeah, it's really just about me singing in our little honky-tonk bars here and just the things that are important to me. There's a line in the song, um, Jesus, Red Wine, Patsy Cline, which I ended up naming my record. And that just kind of sums up me and just things that are important to me and that I um, love to write about.
1: Yeah, cause I mean, it was pretty clear in listening to Jesus, Red Wine, and Patsy Klein, that there was a lot of, you know, stories behind, you know, behind the album, and I thought it was particularly interesting because you, you know, releasing it in like, you know, mid-pandemic is always an interesting place too. I think to be thinking about the stories, especially in like figuring out how we define ourselves and really making anthems around our music. So, what what were some of the stories that you're trying to tell through that album? Was was it were you thinking about it that way, or were there particular stories that shine through, or was it? how what 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 stories were you trying to tell through it
0: gosh that's such a good question um i think they're all little pieces of me i think it's like because it is my introductory like album to the world like here is who i am as an artist um they're all just little pieces of my life i don't think that i really set like an intention to for those all to be like tied together I think it just felt right to release those its eight songs and then a the cover on the record um, yeah I don't know that's <laughs> good No question. that's great
1: So, so hometown roots, then I'll go into some specific songs. I love to just kind of spit fire and see, uh, you know, what some of the stories are behind these songs hometown roots. I mean, it seems pretty self-explanatory what it's, what it's titled. I mean, it seems like an ode to, you know, where you came from, whereas honky Mm -hmm. tonk woman sort of appears to be like a presentation of who you are now, which I thought was Mm -hmm. quite interesting. Right. Uh, on a whole, what, what were you, what's the story behind homegrown roots? Is it really an ode to where you came from or, or what were you trying to say there?
0: So that's funny that you took it that way. I love hearing people's interpretations of the song because sometimes I'm like, I don't know what it is about. That sounds cool. But Home Down Roots is actually about, um, there's a little bar in Nashville called The Station Inn, um, which what I was talking about earlier, like the bluegrass nights that I went to out there, that was the first place I literally walked into um, in Nashville ever. Like I just kind of was like wandering and stumbled in there and it was so amazing. There was just like all these legends on stage playing bluegrass and like sawdust on the floor. And it just like felt so timeless and that place remains completely the same even though it's right downtown, like in the middle of all the craziness. Um, and that's just like where I really fell in love with country music. And so I definitely wanted to, I don't know, make a song as an ode to that. Um, And I feel like everybody in there playing, like that's home for them. And like, just completely paints a picture of like the way they live their lives and like the music that inspires them, which gave me so much joy. Um, so yeah, not necessarily about like my home experience, but, um, just about bluegrass and country in general and that feeling that it gives.
1: Amazing. So what about the beginning then? What's the story there?
0: Oh, that's my favorite story to tell. Um, So that was a wedding gift to two of my best friends, Stephanie and Lindsay. Um, They actually met on the dance floor at one of my shows um, and they got married a year after that. And so, um, yeah, that was a song written for them about their beautiful love story. And it was so easy to write. They're so amazing and yeah.
1: I love how so many times there there be a specific you know a specific vision in your head or specific people involved and then you can turn it into something so vibrant and like and widespread. I think that's that's awesome. So how uh, tell me about Skid Row then. I thought it was a very interesting name choice and and what what is that what is that what's the story there?
0: Yeah, so um So part of that song is about the Bakersfield sound, like I was talking about earlier, just a lot of the legends and inspiration that have come out of California. But also, um, being in California, there's not like a ton of country music here. So there's like really only a few honky-tonk bars or like country-inspired places um, that I've been played at. There's one in LA though called Escondite and it's literally on Skid Row. Like you walk outside and it's just like, in the middle of craziness, Um, but it's so special in there and like a really fun place to play. And so I just wanted to give them a little nod and um, it's sort of like how it's tough playing music, especially my genre in LA. And so um, that's why I say I'm tired as hell, but I love what I'm doing. And if this is our only spot to play that works for me, so yeah, it's just kind of a little shout out to a couple of different things, but just a really fun song to play with my band too.
1: Well, then it makes sense too that you would have a song called Travelin' Kind, wouldn't it? Because I know you, you know, obviously before pandemic times, it's really a, a big part of a, a musician's life. But was there a story there?
0: Um yeah. So traveling kind I wrote in Indonesia. <laughs> I went to Bali on my own, I think like four or five years ago now um and just wrote that song about I don't know about me traveling most of the time with my guitar most of the time on my own back then and um yeah just like I wasn't really able to like sit still very well I was always going somewhere whether it was road tripping um to play shows I just feel so lucky that's a part of like what I do I can I had a friend that lived in Utah and I went there several times while she was out there. Um, and I would just set set up shows along the way and play and make a little money to keep going. Um, and yeah, so Bali, that song just kind of poured out there out of inspiration of being so far away from home. Um, yeah, just kind of my experience out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think travel really does open up a lot of, perspective as well. And and it's great that you're using your talents to open up that, or at least were before everything changed. I mean, travel was a big part of my life too, uh, prior to COVID uh, in, in different ways, but I do think it is really important to travel around and experience things that way. And I think it opens up a lot for you. So that's clearly the case with you. Uh, I think it's awesome uh, <laughs> that you did that. Thank
0: so, you. Yeah, it's been tough like sitting still. I feel like I just heard something this morning that there's going to be like so much Creative stuff that comes out of this time, but I kind of feel like a little opposite. I don't like do well sitting still. I don't know. I just don't really like create that way. I'm like, I just need to like, go somewhere and yeah. saw just experience life a little bit. So I think we're almost, almost back on track.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard because the, where they're coming from and saying that is clearly because you're trapped at home and so therefore you're not t- touring and so it's not taking up your time in actually performing so you could write in theory it does make it make a lot of sense but i think you're really right as well i mean for some if you've had a lot of time and it's like something you can tell a bunch of things or get it out off your chest you know it maybe is good to have that focus to it where you have to like write songs now and you have to record songs, you can't go perform. But you're right, it, it takes away your life in a way which could hurt creativity. So it, it's a strange time for no, no doubt. It's strange. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's just fast forward.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Let's do that then. What's on the horizon for you? I mean, what, do you, what are you looking forward to in 2021? What can we expect from you uh, in 2021?
0: Gosh. Well, um, I'm just so ready to tour. I'm so excited for that. Um, We didn't really mean to put out a record during the pandemic. I'm glad that people resonated with it and found comfort in my songs, but the real plan was to go and tour with the record. So that's kind of been on pause um, since then, but I'm just excited to play shows and hopefully travel and put out another record. Um, I just recorded a couple songs this past month, and so I'm getting ready to release those um, as well as a little music video surprise, and so I'm stoked I have like some things in the work. I feel very lucky that I've been able to still record and be active as much as I can um, during this time, so yeah, I think the horizon is let's all just be safe and get better and go back to live shows.
1: <laughs> yes, God, I, I we all hope that, don't we? <laughs> Yeah. uh yeah no that's awesome so what's the best way for people to keep up with you if they want to follow you
0: um yeah all my social media stuff is mostly under victoria bailey or victoria bailey music is my instagram handle um uh, and victoria bailey has all the things to click on um i have a vinyl on there and just music as well as kids music if you're you have little ones at home. I have a really cool program called little folk club. So I have some stuff for that on there as well.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll have to, people better check it out. We'll link to it as well. Um, another thing I love to ask everybody and I'll, I'll, I'll close with this is do you have, is there anybody else that you're listening to now that, that people might not have heard of? I like to, I know that, who better knows about what uh, What artists are good in the genre that are maybe inspiring you? Could They don't have to be out now. It doesn't have to be a modern person, but is there any any other artists or musicians that you want to highlight for for people to take a look at too?
0: Yeah, um, I have two. So one group that I think will like forever hold a special spot in my heart. They're newer, I guess, but the High Women, have you heard of them? No, no. That's a group made up of like a, bunch of different people that have their own solo projects but brandy carlisle um is probably the biggest one in the group and natalie hemby and um maren morris and um they're just like a power group country just so awesome i love the record so much um the high women is amazing and i have a song a favorite song right now this guy wayland payne he's kind of new or at least do to me. Um, and he has a song called "Santa and a Winds" that I think I listen to every day. It's so good and just so mellow and simple and sweet, but really beautiful. So those are my two favorites at the moment.
1: That was quick. Yeah, it was great. I always hate when I ask it. I'm always worried because it's such a like. I feel like it's a tough question on the spot to ask somebody. But
0: yeah, that's, awesome.
1: that's fantastic. And I love it because I think it's good to support other artists. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're both so, so good. And I feel like everyone would love them. So those are my two suggestions. <laughs> oh,
1: That's awesome. Thanks for doing this.
0: Thanks for having <laughs> me. Um, gosh, well, stay safe and healthy out there. And thank you so much for wanting to talk to me. This has been so, so fun.